Welcome to Talking Mopars, episode number 138. This is a replay of the spontaneous live stream that I recorded this past Sunday night to address the recent happenings with the podcast, some project updates, my disappointing announcement regarding the No Name Nationals, and my experience attempting to use the Vermont loophole to get a title for my Roadrunner. We even had John Wilburn drop in from the No Name Nationals to talk about the No Name Nationals and my participation in the event. It was nice to do a live stream again since it's been such a long time since the last one I did. More of these as well as the old format and some high-performance heritage quick history sprinkled in the mix are to come. So without further ado, if you are a Mopar enthusiast, then you are in the right place. Don't go anywhere. You're tuned into the best Mopar enthusiast-driven podcast on planet Earth. And I am your host, Chris Albrecht, better known as the Mopar Hunter, and this is Talking Mopars. You're listening to Talking Mopars with the Mopar Hunter, your direct connection to all things Mopar. Before we get into the juicy meat of this episode, I have to ask you guys a question. Is your Mopar protected? Whether it's sitting outside in the elements or inside the safe confines of your man cave, it's important to keep your Mopar protected. That's why I'm excited to announce that I'm now affiliated with a company offering an amazing solution for vehicle protection. They have everything from basic indoor shields all the way up to the top of the line platinum shields offering the very best protection to keep your vehicle safe both indoors and outdoors from elements like dust, water, snow, and even UV rays. Their products are guaranteed to fit and are backed by a great warranty. To find out more about my new affiliate, please visit TalkingMopars.com, click on the Affiliates tab, and follow the link to their website. If you need protection for your Mopar, don't worry, we got you covered. It has been a long time since we've done one of these guys, and so much has happened, so much is going on, and uh, I normally don't do them do these things on Sundays because <laughs> I work really early in the morning, but uh, I felt compelled <laughs> to get on here and just you know do a do an episode of the show. Um, some things I'd like to talk about tonight are just some updates on the podcast. Uh, some updates on the no name nationals that have been circulating <laughs> because of a couple videos I posted. Um, so we'll talk about that a little bit. Um, some project updates about the boogie van. And I know a lot of people have been asking about that. And then um, the dumpster fire. Um, Cause that I'm not giving up on that project yet. For those of you that have watched the uh, videos I put out on uh, the no name nationals. Um, and then lastly, uh, I want to talk about the Vermont loophole. We've heard about this Vermont loophole of how you can get a car without a title. You can get it titled by going through Vermont. Guess what? I tried it and it blew up in my face. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you how I did it, why I did it wrong, how I did it wrong, how you should do it if you're in my position and um, save yourself a little bit of money and, and trouble. Um, I, I tried to game the system just a little bit too much and it backfired on me. So that's what we're going to talk about. Uh, what's up, everybody in the uh, in the chat? Dustin, Joe, John Wilburn, what's up? Um, <laughs> uh, I will not be accepting <laughs> a fuel relief. Um, uh, I can't possibly do that. There's people that need it more than I do. Um, but I definitely will promote it for you. Um, I still let me make something clear. I'm still planning on going to the No Name Nationals. 
I'm just not going to be bringing the dumpster fire. Um, I guess I should bring this up too, because it really, uh, I don't even know, you know, without sounding cheesy, something really touched my heart today. And it was the video that Ruben um, from Muscle City Madness put out. Um, man, the guy offered to loan me Mr. Hyde to run Dustin. And the it, it just goes to show you this community, how amazing it is and how, you know, close of buddies we all are. You know what I mean? We're all in this together. And the fact that somebody would offered their car the project that they've put all their you know blood sweat and tears and money into to offer that to somebody like me to still be able to participate in an event as cool as the no-name nationals that really touched my heart you know what i mean um you know and through this whole process the amount of people that have reached out to me to help me get the dumpster fire going um Man, it really opened my eyes to just how strong this, not just Mopar, but this car community really is. And um, man, it's it's like a, it's like we're a family and we're all cousins or something. It's weird, but uh, man, I was uh, I was just blown away at the amount of people willing to help me get to the No Name Nationals. You know, get the car going. Um, and then you know, when I posted the video, cause I, I've been trying to figure out how I'm going to make this happen, you know, with the fuel alone. Um, and uh, you know, the fuel was the big thing. So I guess we're talking about the no name nationals right now. <laughs> so to fill you guys in that I have not seen it, I posted a video basically saying that I'm backing out of the no name nationals as a participant. Um, and with, uh, a big emphasis on the fuel costs being the contributing factor to that, which is a hundred percent true. Um, there were other underlying factors. Um, you know, I, we've got less than a hundred days left. My car still needs a lot of work and that's okay. Uh, the plan <laughs> was always to just get it running and throw nitrous on it. Um, I just had, you know, I had one guy who is local to me, who's a, who's a, who's a friend who made some promises to me that uh, I basically set myself a month back for expecting that he would come through and he didn't. And there were some pretty big promises and, you know, I don't hold it against him. You know, he, <laughs> it was like me saying that I accepting Dustin's challenge, you know, he bit off a little bit more than he could chew <laughs> and he hasn't said anything to me and I left it in his court. I'm not going to beg the guy. But uh, he had a lot of promises about an engine that I could use um, that he would help me build and all these parts and yada, yada, yada. Um, I had a carburetor for the car and he told him, oh, send that, send that back. I got a carburetor for you. <laughs> okay, man, if you're willing to donate, you know, he, he actually said donate to the cause. And I was like, hell yeah, man, I appreciate that. So I sent this carburetor back that I waited weeks for and now nothing. <laughs> Silence, crickets. So that really hit me in the gut. But then everybody else, you know, a, a couple guys, uh, Dustin um, offered to help me. Uh, Tall John, uh, another amazing human being, <laughs> um, offered to help me. Uh, Just Mopar Joe offered to help me. There, uh, and the list goes on. Um, I, uh, 
I, I still can't believe how many people reached out to help me. But the one that the one guy that I was counting on locally, you know, because if I'm being honest, I feel like I kind of got the raw end of the deal with my engine build, which is why I'm trying to sell all the 451 parts I have because that engine was supposed to be assembled. I paid to have it assembled. And uh, now I have a pile of parts. So when I look at it, it kind of pisses me off. So that's why I wasn't too sad about selling it all off and starting from scratch. But, you know, regardless, I shouldn't have counted on anybody, you know, and that, that taught me a, a very valuable lesson. <laughs> uh, so, you know, I was bummed, um, you know, and that set me back buying the carb and then shipping it back, thinking this guy was going to help me. Um, that set me back. <laughs> we'll call it a month, you know, so all these stupid little setbacks that are my own fault, you know, they're my own fault. I should have just stuck with the original plan, which was get the car running, which now I have all the stuff to get it running. I'm, I even have a carb that was originally intended for the boogie van that I'm just going to throw on that thing just to see if I can get it to fire. And uh, once it was running and the nitrous was hooked up, then, you know, I, I could at least sleep at night going, okay, it runs. Now I can put the good head gaskets on it new rings and things like that, knowing that everything is set up. I just need to do that stuff to get it going. But, you know, it was disappointing to make the video saying that I was back and I really didn't want to disappoint anybody. And I know a lot of people are disappointed. I've got a bunch of phone calls I need to answer back. It was my daughter's birthday weekend um, this weekend. So that's why I've been a little bit radio silent with the exception of the video. Um, and it's, I've been under a lot of pressure from everything at work. I, you know, when I, when I watch Ruben's lives and he talks about what he's doing to get to the no name nationals, you know, he's got, you know, extra jobs and all that. I would love to be able to do that. Here's the thing. I work 55 to 60 hours a week. I get maybe an hour with my daughter a day, you know, during the week. And then the weekends, you know, that's my, you know, family time. And now I'm in a position and I put myself in this position by accepting the challenge where all my weekends were going to have to be dedicated to getting the car built. And now we're even more crunched for time. So this is why I would say anybody, you know, trying to help me, you know, with fuel and things like that. I've had a couple of people reach out to me about, you know, oh, what can we do to help? And uh, yeah, I already made the decision. <laughs> you know, that's the decision's done. And I'm not taking any, uh, I'm not really a, a charity guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, my registration fee for no name nationals, that's my donation <laughs> to the costs. Um, but, uh, I just, you know, the decision has been made and, uh, uh, now I'm just concentrating on getting to the no name Nationals so I can cover it. Um, you know, I'd like to go live, uh, do a bunch of stuff like that. And, you know, at least I'll be able to focus on something and, and still get something out of it. You know, I really wanted to participate. I really wanted to race Dustin. I thought that would be a lot of fun. I just, I bit off more than I could chew. And, you know, in talking to my wife, I actually, she was all for it. She said, you know, do what you got to do, sweetie, <laughs> you know? And I told her, uh, she was the first person I told that I was going to back out. And I, I said, you know, when I think about it, all the weekends, like the whole summer is going to be <laughs> working on that piece of shit <laughs> to get it to the no name nationals, which was fine. You know, that's what I signed up for. But then, you know, Saturday mornings, my daughter wakes me up. I, I'm sure those of you with kids know what it's like when your little two year old girl wakes you up and says, daddy, wake up, let's go outside and play. And it's like, 
you know, I'm not going to look at my daughter in the face and go, sorry, sweetie, I have to build this shit box for a race. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's my kid. My kid comes first over any shit box, Mopar or anything like that. Sorry to disappoint you, but my family's first. And I'm not giving up any days with my daughter to build that car. Um, some people don't have that problem. Some people, their kids are all grown and, you know, they got those hobbies and that's what keeps them going. You know, I have a family. I, I can't, I don't have time to take on a second job to even afford the fuel if I wanted to. My second job is what I do here, making videos, which aren't very profitable and um, merch sales, which are going okay, but not good enough to build a car and, and pay for fuel to get to this event. Um, I just, I wish before I had jumped the gun and said, yes, I accept, I accept this challenge. I wish I had sat down and ran the numbers, you know, at the beginning of the year and had a more realistic idea, you know, cause I bought the damn car for the event. You know, there's so many things and I've spent so much money already that it's, it's ridiculous. And I, I love the car. I'm keeping it and I'm still going to build it for racing. Um, you know, but, uh, it just, it got to the point where I had to make the decision of whether or not I was going to pull out of the no-name nationals, you know, and like I said in the video, it was only fair to Dustin, you know, could you imagine if I pulled out like a week before and he spent all summer working on this car? I think his car is ready to go. Um, but uh, I didn't want to give him any false hope and, you know, uh, it's just not, it wasn't an easy decision, <laughs> but uh, I, like I said, aside from the fuel, you know, this is my, this is me. Um, that was, a, that was a big factor. Yes. But I can't tell you what the feeling is like when your daughter wants you to play with her and you have projects in the garage that need to get done. Um, so the stress, <laughs> the stress levels that I have, cause I, and I, to be honest with you, I, you know, I'm going to be candid here. Um, I noticed that my attitude you know, towards my family was starting to shift a little bit because I was starting to feel the pressure. I was starting to feel the stress. Every time I was looking at the money coming in, I was like, oh man, this is going to be tight. You know, and then I, I've got so many other things going on. It, it it was stupid of me to not think it through before I accepted the challenge. And I, I will take that loss. I, I will take that. I, I'm an idiot. I should have really sat down and thought it over. Um, Again, thank you, Dustin, for calling me out. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, man, I when that little girl says, Daddy, let's play, you know, Daddy, come color with me. And I got to go, hey, I got to go <laughs> work on this piece of shit Roadrunner. You know, what What would you choose? If, if you choose the Roadrunner, you know, more power to you. But, uh, you know, my child's only young once. And someday she's going to go, fuck you, dad. <laughs> you know, I don't, you know, uh, so when she still likes me, I would like to spend as much time as I can with her. And, uh, you know, she's three now. She just turned three. So she's at a very fun age. I'm having a blast and I'm going to have her help me with the roadrunner. I just need to get her outside. Um, but, uh, yeah, so fuel family, um, time like i said you know i'm jealous of guys like ruben that can squeeze in a second job <laughs> you know if, if i could afford to the time god the time uh there's just not enough of it <laughs> you know what i mean um it's just you know oh i see in the in the chat <laughs> joe's mopar mess 
<laughs> John close your ears. There's always duct tape. Um, I joked with John. I'm not going to duct tape. <laughs> uh, I did joke with Johnny Mopar and I said, I might see you at duct tape, <laughs> but I won't be bringing my car. Um, that's not true. If there's an, if, if there's an event September 30th and October 1st, I would attend, it would be the no name nationals because the one, the most disappointing thing aside from not being able to race is not being able to hang out with all the people that, you know, showed me support and are supporting this event. <laughs> you know, I want to see the action. There's going to be a lot of badass cars there. And let's be honest, the dumpster fire will not be missed with the amount of cars and the caliber of cars going. Um, you know, the, the dumpster fire was a tiny, tiny, tiny piece of that. Um, so, you know, it's just it's it really is a, a bummer, but I'm also relieved. I can't explain to you the relief that I have now that the pressure is gone. And I actually am more motivated than ever to get which is crazy, right? But I'm more motivated than ever to get out and uh, get my daughter out and help me work on the car because there's no pressure. There's no, you know, deadline. I still would like to get it done just to prove that I could have, you know, if I can get that car to fire up and roll <laughs> by, you know, a week before September 30th, then I'll feel then I'll feel good that, OK, you know, if I if the fuel was the biggest factor, but um. I can't explain to you the amount of relief that, and the weight that's been lifted off my shoulders now um, that I made that decision. It was tough, man, the stress, just thinking about, man, should I, should I pull out or should I, you know, <laughs> uh, I, it just, it was killing me. It was affecting me. Not to mention the fact that I have been sick with the worst flu. You know, it's not COVID. I've had COVID and I got this flu and I've been down for going on three weeks now. Um, my voice is tattered i've had a sore throat it's been affecting my podcast it's been affecting everything um me uh, there was a couple of days where i was just down and you know i've also been suffering from and I, I didn't know what it was but i'm pretty sure i suffer from um cluster headaches i get migraines behind my right eye and they're so de debilitating that i can't do shit i have to sleep pound a bunch of Excedrin and go to sleep. That's the only thing that helps. So I really need to go to the doctor. So I've been putting my health aside, <laughs> I've been doing all this shit. So I just need to get, you know, I, I've got so much on my plate. I have Facebook subscribers that I have. I have giveaway stuff for uh, Facebook subscribers. I still have to get caught up on those podcasts and those videos. Uh, there's just so much I have to do. And one thing less on my plate is worrying about how I'm going to get fuel to go to the no name nationals. <laughs> so man, it, it feels so good to have that relief. Um, and now I'm excited to hopefully get a chance to go and get a bunch of awesome footage. So, you know, it, it is what it is. I, if I can go there and shake some hands, I'll, I'll be more than happy. And I, for the longest time I said, just getting to no name nationals was a win. If I could roll there with the dumpster fire and, and get to No Name Nationals, that's a win for me, whether I win or lose going down the eighth mile. Now, getting to No Name Nationals and just being there with my friends, that's going to be the win for me. Um, you know, I already accepted the loss. <laughs> you know, uh, I forfeited, you know. Um, uh, that being said, I think Dustin's looking for a race. So if somebody wants – and, you know, going back to Ruben's offer, you know, I would love to take him up on that. I, there is a part of me that gets a little bit, you know, weird about driving somebody else's car, <laughs> but uh, we'll see how I, I feel when the day comes. Um, but uh, thanks for all you guys showing up in the chat. I really appreciate it. Um, 
let's see what's going on in the chat before I get into it. Let me cover some other things really quick. Uh, podcast updates. I know that some people were reaching out to me going, hey, what's with these really short, uh, quick history episodes? <laughs> you know, they're like five, less than 10 minutes long. And to be honest with you, it was because my throat hurt so bad that I was like, I need to come up with something so I can get some content out. Um, because there was like a week or two where there was nothing coming because I just couldn't do it. And you can still hear it in my voice. Um, so uh, that's that was the main reason for those short episodes. But I also liked them because I thought this will be a fun way to get out more content because of the shorter episodes, I can post way more in addition to the longer episodes that I have uh, because I'm only allotted a certain amount of, I don't know, I guess storage um, for my podcast host. So I can, you know, four two hour episodes will completely clog that up. Now, if I do four one hour episodes, that leaves me a bunch of time to do shorter episodes, which are very easy to produce, <laughs> you know? So that was the main reason for that. Um, podcast is still going, as you know, uh, some of you anyway, I have another podcast that I started with, uh, my friend, big block. Um, <laughs> it's about, it's not about cars. It's about crazy paranormal stuff. A lot of you probably think it's crazy, but it's out there. Um, we do that every Saturday night. Um, so that's been something else that I've been working on. Um, as far as my projects, you know, dumpster fire, it, it's to the point now where I'm just going to try to get the 318 running. And now that there's no pressure from the no name nationals, um, I was really going to throw that car together. And I really did not like the idea of just throwing it together to get it to the event. Um, because I, I didn't want to go there with a, a complete piece of shit. You know what I mean? I didn't want people to be like, Oh, this guy doesn't even know what he's doing. I was really going to throw the car together. I'm not even shitting you. I was going to throw it together as best as I could with the amount of time I had. And I knew that getting that car there, people were going to be like, Oh my God, look at this piece of shit. <laughs> you know? I was expecting that, but now I can at least take a little bit of time. And if, if hopefully there will be a no name nationals too, um, you know, and that, that'll, that'll burn me that I wasn't able to participate in the first one. That's going to, that's going to not sit well with me. Um, but the only way to make up for that is to, you know, bring something worth it, you know, uh, to number two. So I'm keep, I've decided to keep the 451. Um, I'm going to pull the ads on that here soon. If nobody buys the stuff and the big block's going to go on the Roadrunner. Um, once I get the three, I, I do want to get the 318 running just to say that, okay, it ran. At least I know I could have gotten that far. Um, but it, it deserves a big block. So that's what's going to happen with that. Um, the boogie van. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw the Ram that I just bought. So that's another thing. I bought a truck <laughs> to tow the dumpster fire because I, I really wasn't comfortable towing with the Durango. I know it could have. But I'd rather I'm more of a truck guy anyway. So I traded my wife's Cherokee in to get this Ram that has a tow package and shit. And uh, I also my uncle was talking about possibly selling his car trailer. And my uncle's one of those guys um, who takes really good care of his stuff. And he's had this car trailer since like the mid 90s. And the thing is immaculate. And I was like, how much do you want for it? And I don't know if you guys have noticed the price of just car, open car trailers are crazy right now. Um, so I, I was going to rent one and that was going to renting a trailer. I, I called a bunch of places locally. It was going to cost me several hundred just to rent a trailer. Um, it was getting to the point where I was going to lie. <laughs> I was going to lie to U-Haul and just say, oh, yeah, it's a local thing. <laughs> Moving some cars back and forth locally. Um, but even then, 
you know, a few hundred dollars minimum. Um, so I have to just, I told my uncle I'll buy his trailer and because he's, he's not hurting for money. He's like, all right, you can take it and you know, we'll work out some sort of payment plan or after the event, you can just pay me in full. Um, cause I told him the situation. So I essentially got a truck and a trailer for this event. So for anybody thinking that I never had intentions to go to the non-name nationals, you're wrong. <laughs> I really did. Um, you know, I try getting my wife to let me trade her car in and to take my daily driver, the Durango. That, believe it or not, she was fighting me on it. I was like, let's get rid of your Cherokee and you can have the sweet Durango RT. <laughs> you know, uh, it, that was a fight, um, but we, we got it done. <laughs> um, but it's, uh, man, it's just, it really is a bummer, man. I, <laughs> but I guess, you know, when, when all is said and done, you know, uh, I, I loved being a part of this whole thing. It's been a lot of fun ever since the beginning. I was, I was uh, in in this thing, you know, from the get go. I, I I loved the idea of the event, and like I said, I'm still going to promote it. You know, it's not that I, don't, you know, it's an awesome event, and uh, I, I can't wait <laughs> to see who shows up and uh, watch some fun racing. Because now I don't have to worry about running a car. Now I can have some. Now I can get loaded and have some fun. <laughs> um, but anyway, back to the van. Um, now I have more time to work on the van because the van I've had for well over a year now and I haven't really, I'm, I'm, I've done a little bit to it, but it needs a lot more work and it's going to take a lot of my time. And I was thinking about it and I was like, okay, so now I have another summer gone uh, where I could have worked on the van. I took on another project. Like last year, some of you have followed me for long enough where, you know, I sold off all my projects. I bought the Mr. Norm truck and then I bought this van and I was like, cool. The Mr. Norm truck isn't really a project. I can kind of tinker with it. That's fine. But for the most part, it's done. I can just enjoy it. And then I got the van so that I could just, you know, wet my beak with another project. And then the no name nationals came along and then I bought a car for it. I should have just, <laughs> I love the Roadrunner and I'm keeping it. But if I had thought it out a little bit more, uh, I had enough money at the beginning of the year to pay for everything. <laughs> <laughs> and then I go and buy this fucking car and, you know, I screwed myself. I could have just taken the truck and I could have put some money into the truck and made it fast <laughs> um, or faster. Um, but regardless, uh, the van, uh, I really want to get that thing done and ready to go. Um, I've been talking to my friend uh, Blake from DIY Hemi. I'm thinking about making a, a trip down there next year sometime and bringing him the van and having him Hemi swap the van. Um to help promote his business and all that fun stuff. But uh, I think a Hemi van would be sweet. And a lot of people are swapping these vans now. So I'm like, sweet. <laughs> so a bunch of, uh, a bunch of seventies uh, boogie vans with Hemis in them. I think that's funny. Um, so that's pretty much the update. Dumpster fire is still going to get built. It's just going to get built without a bunch of stress. And uh, the boogie van's going to get some work done to it. Thank God, because I was really putting that on the back. Well, now I got a no name nationals to worry about. So sorry, boogie van. <laughs> you know, I really want to have a badass mobile podcast studio slash boogie van. And now I have the ability to, you know, put some more resources into that. So uh, I'm happy about that stuff. Uh before I, a bunch of people outside, um, before I open up this forum, um, I want to talk about the Vermont loophole. <laughs> so I bought the dumpster fire and there was no title. And 
the rumor has always been that there's a, a Vermont loophole where you can live in any state in the country and you can register a car in Vermont. They will send you Vermont plates. They will send you all your documentation and you can take that to your local licensing office and get plates for your state, register it in your state and get a title in your state with the registration from Vermont, which is true. You can do that. So here's where I went wrong. I, I get the Roadrunner. Okay. And I wanted to avoid any possible mess up <laughs> on my end with the paperwork. So I found a company. I won't say the company because I don't want to make them look bad. <laughs> but they give you a list of everything you need to do. Um, it's a fee. It's like 150 bucks or 160 bucks, And they line up all the paperwork for you. Get everything dialed in. So all you have to do, put your John Hancock on some stuff and send it off to Vermont. And then, you know... <laughs> The idea was that they'd send you all your all your paperwork and stuff and your plates and you go to the DMV and get your title for your car in your state. Okay, so here's some things that maybe you don't know. <laughs> uh, the state of Vermont, while they do have a cool loophole, they also charge you a 6% tax on the blue book value, the NADA blue book value of your vehicle, which is fine. Except if you have a shitbox project car and you think you're paying 6% on the $1,200 you bought it for, you are wrong. You have to look at Blue Book on that car. And Blue Book, it doesn't have a category for shitboxes. <laughs> it's like fair, good, excellent. And I was shocked that the car would be valued at $1,000 or $10,000 uh, by Blue Book. Um, at first, because I called this company and I was like, look, <laughs> this project, it's a project, blah, blah, blah. But in Washington, a way to avoid paying a lot for tax on these vehicles, because if you take a 70 Challenger RT, you got your paperwork and stuff and you take it to a Washington State Department of Licensing, they're going to go, oh, cool. Uh, you bought this car for $5,000, but it's actually worth $75,000. They're going to tax you on the $75,000 that it's worth versus the 5000 that you paid for it. So there's a thing that you can, there's a piece of paper you can fill out called a declaration of value. So it tells you, uh, or it tells the state what you bought the car for, what it's worth and why it's worth that, <laughs> you know? So I had Scott, the guy I bought the Roadrunner from, Heaven's Mopars, go follow him and subscribe on YouTube to his channel. Great guy. Um, I had him write up the declaration of value. It's project needs this, 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 this. I should have just said it's a, it's a, <laughs> I should have, we should have worded it a little bit differently because I thought, okay, I'm going to try to beat this tax a little bit more because I didn't want to pay tax on 10,000, a $10,000 car. Um, Cause at this point I was still trying to get, save any money I could here and there. And uh, to make a long story short, I, not only did I send off all the paperwork, you need a, the piece of paper for the title application and registration application for the state of Vermont is called the VD 119 form. Um, so you fill all that out and you're supposed to look up the value of your car on NADA and send them a check for the assumed taxes. Okay. So that's what I did. <laughs> and the assumed taxes were on 10 grand because that's the cheapest uh, cheapest I could go. And I send it off. And then two weeks later, I get a letter from the state of Vermont because I also sent it off in case they were like, 
he bought this 73 road runner for $1,200. Cause you have to understand these aren't car people, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and he's trying to pay the minimum tax. There's something, it sounded fishy. Like even to me, I was like, they might look at this and might get red flagged. And it did. And what they did was, and so this is where they messed up. They sent me an, a, a, a readjusted value for a, a 440 Roadrunner. And I was like, motherfucker. Because I explained to them, I mean, just by the VIN alone, it's a 318 car. But they wanted to value it as a 440 Roadrunner. So that was a problem. The other problem was that I sent the declaration of value to them, hoping that that would justify the weird price stuff. I should have never done that because they looked at it and said, oh, this is a total project. It doesn't even have, you know, it doesn't run, blah, 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 blah. It needs to be inspected by somebody in the state of fucking Vermont. <laughs> so now they say, okay, well, you know, send us this readjusted value. So I had, I owed them more money. And um, then I had to get the car inspected. <laughs> and I'm like, let me look, let me look this up. Cause I'm like, you want me to get the car inspected in Vermont? How is this even, how is this possible? It has to be a Vermont registered inspection person, I guess. And according to everything I read online, it's true, <laughs> you know, on their website. So I took the refund and I'm just going to get it registered through the state of Washington. So don't make my mistake. Don't say that the car is not running. Be prepared to pay uh, a tax. And that would have been worth it to me. Except for I didn't want to pay, you know, if they would have assumed that it was a $20,000 car, I didn't want to pay taxes on a $20,000 car. That to me is ridiculous. But looking back, it might have been worth that extra expense. <laughs> so now I have to get my car inspected anyway by the state of Washington. So that's going to be fun. Um, so even if I did get the car running, I still have to load it up on the trailer, take it to Washington State, and hopefully they don't go, this thing is a ratty piece of shit. We're not letting this thing go on the road. So some things I had to deal with there. But that's just information for you guys thinking that the Vermont loophole is super easy, which everything was easy until I got that letter in the mail. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> you know, but first of all, it's not a 440 Roadrunner. So you can go ahead and knock a few bucks off for that, please. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was just a, it was an issue. <laughs> um, but uh, there's been a lot going on in this chat. So let's run in the chat. Um, Buzz, I did get your message. I was going to call you back if it wasn't too late, but it's already getting late. Um, <laughs> let's go through this chat really quick, and then uh, we'll open it up. We'll see if John Wilburn wants to jump on real quick. Up a little late, yes, sir. Joe's Mopar mess, what's up? John Wilburn, what's up? The Fuel Relief Fund, that's something really cool that they're working on um, for helping losers like me. That can <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, for helping people that are struggling to get to the no-name nationals um, that really deserve to go. Uh, they're working on a fuel relief fund, which I think is amazing. Um, Ruben is a great guy. <laughs> Duct tape. <laughs> TT, yo, yo, what's up, buddy? DRC, man, don't feel bad and don't let anyone try to make you feel worse than you already do. You can get your car done and test it at your own place. Yeah, man, I agree. I, you know, the only thing I feel bad for is if I let anybody down. Um, I never, it was never my intention to do that. Uh, if I let anybody down, it was myself. Um, <laughs> I, that's just the type of guy I am, man. I, you know, for the people saying, you know, that I don't have to explain anything. Um, I, I, I don't feel like I have to, but, 
to make myself feel better, I feel like I should at least explain. I, it would be weird if I just said, you know, I'm not going, period. Don't worry about it. Uh, I, I'm not that type of guy. Um, I know some people would totally do that, but that's just not how I am. Um, amen. Uh, my buddy Rick, who was one of the helpers that rode with me out to Spokane to pick up the Roadrunner. Fun guy. Has some really cool cars. Won a trophy for his 70 Challenger. Um, hey, Chris, sorry to see you. Uh, sorry to hear you won't be taking the car, but glad you're still going. I'm going to try 100%. John Wilburn, the car is far secondary to having you there, and that goes for everyone. Glad to hear you aren't pulling out. Just coming 4,000 pounds lighter. Yeah, probably 4,300 pounds lighter. <laughs> I very much respect your family values. Um, I appreciate that, John, especially coming from you, man. You were, <laughs> I really didn't want, you were the last phone calls planning to make, if I'm being honest. I was like, shit, <laughs> you know. Um, but hey, if you need somebody else in the announcer booth, I know you got an announcer, but if you need a color commentator, <laughs> uh, I'm not going to have a race, so <laughs> I'll be free. <laughs> Roadkill Customs, Buzz. Chris, put John Wilburn. I, I will uh, open the forum up for uh, Mr. Wilburn. Kevin Curley, this guy sounds like mama's upset. No, actually, uh, all I had to do was put the Durango in support mode and say, okay, yeah, go get groceries. And uh, I got a text like 15 minutes later that said something like, uh, I forget what she wrote, but she's like, man, when you really get into this Durango, she really gives it back. And I was like, what the hell are you talking about? And then I was like, oh, <laughs> she likes how fast it is compared to her car. <clears throat> Break the news on your podcast. Yes, I will get John Wilburn on. Dutch guys, my work community. Yeah, man, I'm sorry about that, dude. DRC Racing Garage, what year is your Roadrunner? Uh, it's a 73, so one of the most hated. <laughs> John Wilburn, you are participating just by being there, covering the event and doing your thing, just maybe racing in Ruben's ride. You're still very much part of the event. I, I really appreciate that, dude. Um, like I said, you're the one guy I was like, man, I, I feel like I'm going to let John down. <laughs> uh I should just get a t-shirt printed with the dumpster fire on it. So it's there in spirit. <laughs> you all knows I hold 30 to 40, 89 Dutch out of that's hilarious. Still are. It's not past tense. Awesome. Dust devil, Brian, what's up, buddy? Roadrunners are sweet. I, I do agree. Value in for a uh, valuable info for those of us who need to do this in the future. Where was the car from originally? Uh, Washington, I believe. Washington or Idaho. Um, definitely Washington at some point. Johnny Mopar, what's up? Jacob, what's up, man? First time you caught alive? I'm glad. Um, Bigfoot's in Mopars. 73 Roadrunners are way cool. Hey, man, <laughs> while I got you on here, uh, you need to check out the first episode of my Paranormal Podcast because we talk about Bigfoot, and I want to get your opinions. <laughs> um, all right. That's pretty much all I wanted to talk about, guys. I'm going to open up the forum here. Um, it's 1015. I'll probably give it to like 11 or so because I got to get up at four um, to go pull trash for people. <laughs> Do you have an idea for a great new podcast? You can bring your idea to life and start your podcast today with Libsyn. Talking Mopars has been on Libsyn for three years, and I love it. Libsyn has everything you need to plan, launch, and grow your own podcast. Libsyn provides some of the best resources created by expert podcasters who will show you everything you need to know, like what equipment you should use, how to record great audio, how to get your show on Apple Podcasts and other popular platforms, and much more. 
Plus, as a friend of Talking Mopars, when you sign up with Libsyn, you get your first month of podcast hosting for free. There has never been a better time than right now for you to start podcasting. Visit Libsyn.com and use code FRIEND, F-R-I-E-N-D, that's L-I-B-S-Y-N.com, and use the code FRIEND, F-R-I-E-N-D, to get started and create your podcast today. All right. John, you're more than welcome to come on, buddy, if you want to talk about the fuel relief fund. Um, anybody else that wants to join up, like I said, I'm probably going to shut it down about 11 o'clock because I do have to get to sleep. But uh, I felt like I needed to release a podcast tonight or at least go live. It's been a while since I went live. And, you know, I had some reasons for it. But a lot of guys were doing lives. and It was really fun watching theirs. Um, but uh, I've been missing it. <laughs> so I will be joining on other people's lives now again. Um, but here is the link in the chat for anybody that wants to join me on screen and talk about whatever's on your mind. No name nationals, the Vermont loophole, um, which going back to the Vermont loophole, it will work. You just you can't be like me and try to game the system. I try to game it a little bit. You have to be prepared to pay taxes on whatever value, whatever honest value. And I was trying to be honest, but it ended up biting me. Um, you have to be prepared to pay an honest tax because remember they're getting you a title, <laughs> you know, essentially. Um, so just be prepared to be prepared to pay that honest tax. We got John Wilburn in the house. Let's bring him on screen. John Wilburn, how's it going, Chris? Man, it's going. Sounds like you've had an eventful day. A little bit, yeah. 94. Man, that that orange sign's getting <laughs> anxiety, and I already pulled out. <laughs> but the, the sign is for Brian. Brian, Brian uh, Dust Devil Garage. I've <laughs> named the sign for him. That's I, his I, countdown. Man, he's, uh, he's something else, man. Uh, my hat is off to anybody that will pull this off. The whole thing, from building a car to getting the car there, Whole different ball game, man. Whole different ball game. I, I still, part of me is like, see, now if I didn't live in Washington, this could have been a lot more doable. I really hate this day. If it wasn't for all my family and friends, I would have been gone years ago. <laughs> but, um, well, you know, it's the, you know, how timing is. Timing is always strange, right? But I get, uh, I get this in the mail, get an envelope in the mail from Buzz. Mm -hmm. And Buzz decided that he, I already have this, by the way. Okay, he decides he wants to do some fuel relief, and uh, he's sending a little more. And I'm trying to raise a little more. Obviously, you know, we're not asking anybody to dig into their pockets for money they don't have. That's not what we're asking, right? Because everybody is in a different situation economically. Everybody's in a different situation with where they live and what their commute is and what their own fuel bills and everything are going to be, right? Uh, so we're going to try to raise a little more if anybody else wants to contribute to it and have one nice pot of fuel relief money. Nice. Now, I don't want to be, because I know so many people, so many of you guys, and I'm friends with so many people in the No Name Nationals community. I'm the registrar. I'm like, if there's one person you cannot get around dealing with with this event, it's me. <laughs> you could potentially come to this event without ever interacting with Dallas, potentially, but you have to interact with me in some capacity to come to it, right? Yeah. So I thought it was best that since we have so many really good quality people within the No Name Nationals community, it wouldn't be hard to do. I said, let me pick somebody to head up a committee to best allocate 
the fuel relief fund and get it in the hands of the people who need it most. Yeah. The people who and people without other mitigating circumstances. Like, you know, right. like you said, you had family circumstances and I completely respect that. And but there are some people out there that maybe that fuel money is the difference in can they make it or can they not, right? Hundred percent. So we want a committee to get that in the right hands. So I've I've chosen uh, Big Mike of Big Mike's Hoopty Barn. I think he checks all the boxes on somebody who I think would be right to lead such a committee. Okay. And then whatever the committee decides, there's going to be a few people on it. Mm -hmm. They're all going to be wise, smart people who are engaged with the community and well-respected and universally liked. All of them are going to have those kind of qualities, right? And uh, whatever the committee figures out and decides how to divvy this up and where it should go is, is whatever we'll do. But, um, that's the plan, okay? And so I'm working on getting this finalized with Mike here in the next couple of days. But awesome. I know that we're going to have a few thousand dollars here to be to be allocating, and yeah, I that's... hope that makes a significant difference to people who are feeling the crunch. Yeah, I know that there's uh, there's some guys out there that you know that will make the difference, and they will be able to participate. Well, you, in know that's you know awesome. what? You know what? Why don't you shoot a message over to Mike? Because again, I'm, I'm separating myself from this just because sure. I know so many people and it's, I can't, you know, pick, I, 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 even though I, I feel like I could probably do it fairly. I don't think it's right. I want him to do it, but um, we want this to get into the hands of people that it'll make the difference whether or not they can attend. Sure. Um, I, uh, I know for a fact that there's people out there that, you know, this is the the big factor is the fuel. I have my own reasons. Um, right. To be honest with you, I'm really excited to go and cover the event. You know so you're I mean? still a participant. You're still <laughs> going to be there. You're not pulling yeah. out. That's the important message is that people need to hear. Hey, guys, I'm still looking forward to seeing you yeah. guys with Fikes. Just like 100%. I was before, yeah. just not bringing as much hardware with me. I'll definitely, uh, I'll definitely have better content too, because I would have been stressing out <laughs> just getting the car situated and all that stuff. And, and I feel like I'll be able to, you know, concentrate on showing off. <laughs> there you go, Brian. <laughs> hey, Brian, this is for you, man. Right here. <laughs> uh, we actually did give Brian that. We gave him 35 extra days and we had to change the yeah. date in January. That was his build time relief fund. Man, I can't tell you how relieved I was when I looked up plane tickets. I was like, okay, that does not hurt as bad. <laughs> and so I, I contacted Brian. I was like, what's the closest airport? He said St. Louis. He he actually offered to pick me up there. I just got to figure out because another thing that I didn't talk about enough was my schedule for work. So, you know, to <laughs> not to come up with another excuse, but we're front loaded sick time. And me being sick for the past three weeks, I've blown uh -huh. through all of it. So all I have is vacation time left and they don't allow you to break it up. And they only allow a certain number of people off at one time. And both chunks of time that I wanted this summer, they're blocked off. So I need to kiss some ass and see if I can get some time off. But regardless, if I fly out, even if I just make it out for Saturday, just being there, that's now that's my goal is to be there and to cover the event and, uh, you know, get some good interviews with these guys and, um, you know, help promote their channel even past the first no name. Um, cause there's a lot, I, I think you've talked about it many times, but there's a lot of like diamonds in the rough that we've found just getting their channels going for the no name nationals. It's like, man, you've, you've got a great channel keep it going. You know, don't just let the no name nationals be your, your driving force. Let it go beyond that. So well, it'll be I'll a lot tell of fun. You, just, 
you know, one thing that, that, that helps us a lot is just make sure people know that you're still going to be there because there, there are an awful lot of people that want to meet you. There's a lot of people that sure. want to meet Brian. There's people who want to meet Buzz. There's people who want to meet Tall Garage and all of these guys. And and every single person there has brings their own personal value to this event. Because even though we're all car people, and sometimes we get caught up in what cars are going to be there, yeah. believe me, it's the people coming to the event that are making the event. We just all 100%. like cars and that kind of thing, right? So. Yeah. It, the, the, the most important thing is people want to meet you. So make sure that you tell them, hey, I'm not pulling out of the event. Yeah, yeah. I just might not be bringing as much luggage with me, but I'm still going to be there. Well, ever since ever since it was started, I said I was going to be there. It wasn't in, yeah. it wasn't until it. Dutch a Dutch guy decided to call me out. With the guy, right. Call out a guy who doesn't have a car. A podcaster who doesn't have a project <laughs> car. You're going to call him out. I, I think he knew that I was – I think he knew I was the type of guy who was like, oh, damn it, now I'm going to – because I – like I said in my video, I'm not the type. I, I will I will leap before I think. It's always been a it, it's been a, a, the best and worst quality. That I, I have. contributes to your success. Yeah, I mean Johnny, Johnny Mopar's right. Chris is, Chris is a rock star. <laughs> he won't tell you that he's too humble, but it's the truth. Uh, yeah. I mean, I one thing that has always been. Um, you know, a big thought of mine for the No Name Nationals was just the chance, like you said, just the chance to meet all my friends that I see like this. You know, right. I want to shake everybody's hand and go, man, <laughs> it's been a fun ride. Let's keep it going. You know, um, this and- is this is the opportunity to get to meet people that none of us could ever live long enough in one lifetime to go visit them all. Yeah. Yeah. It could never it 100%. would never be logistically possible for us. to. Let's say that there are two or 300 content creators you would want to meet there. You couldn't live long enough in a natural lifetime to go see them all. Cause they're literally yeah. spread out not only in this country, but Canada, we've got people flying in from Australia. This is the opportunity. This is it. So we want as many people to show up as possible and it changes, you know, what you can do logistically with your car or whatnot, or you got to go with the plan B engine or whatnot. Hey man, so be it. What's important is that we're all there. Because I know I want to shake your hand, a lot of other people do too. (laughs) So I just wanted to get that message out there because people get a little too wrapped up in what they're doing with their cars. But the most important thing is we want to meet everybody in person, all the content creators. Yeah, 100%. And for anybody out there that's in a position similar to mine, at least make it out to the event. (laughs) Yeah, it's still going to be, I mean, of course we want to see your cars and stuff there, but man, a plane ticket, if you're looking at fuel, a few grand, like I was, and you look at that plane ticket and it's a couple hundred bucks, man, I'm telling you, you're going to be thinking like, now I'm thinking to myself, all right, I might have to come up with something fun because I didn't bring the car, but I have a little bit of extra change. Now I might bring a special talking Mopars award for my favorite, for my favorite drag car or something. I got to figure it out, but I want to do something, you know, still, still fun. Um, to contribute a little bit more than uh, I normally would, um, but yeah, it's a, <laughs> I, I'm relieved, but at the same time, I you know I'm still I'm still plenty motivated and plenty excited for the event, and uh, I I still I cannot stress enough how much I, I like <laughs> I almost got emotional today when I saw the video from Ruben about hey I talked to Mr Hyde he said it's cool I was just like shit man that's <laughs> you know. I, 
I mean, what what kind of guy does that except for a stand-up guy who's, you know, a good friend? That's typically you know what I mean? Ruben. That's what he does. As far as the fuel relief fund goes, uh, I'm working on getting a video out tomorrow. And uh, maybe late, but I want to try to get a video out tomorrow. I'm going to put an email address in there where people can, uh, if they have questions about the fuel relief fund. Cool. Uh, as, you, as you know, it's, it's it's kind of a tricky thing to administer. Uh, and... You know, we want to try to do it right. We want to try to get uh, as, as much fuel relief in the right hands who need it as possible. Yeah. And uh, that's why I'm, I'm trusting some some really wise guys who've been around and, and you know, well-respected to try to help make sure that we do that. But uh, I'll put the, the contact email and the video I'll put out tomorrow, okay? Awesome. How do people uh, donate to that fund? You can go. We'll, we'll tell you what. We'll do a link, probably a PayPal link, in in okay. that tomorrow. Also, cool. That'd be the best way to do it. That way that we we try to save as much as we can versus like a super chat or something like that. Yeah. But, but I'll come up with a couple of different ways that people can contribute to that because uh, again, don't reach into your pocket for money you don't have. This community is so generous. We know there are people who would give the shirt off their back to help fellow competitors, but. Um, you know, everybody's in a different situation. There, there are some people, and it really is regardless of distance traveled. There are some people, for example, who might travel 2,000 miles, and the fuel might not be as hard as some people traveling 1,000. Yeah. It's just because of where they are in life and what else is weighing on them and, and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. We're all in different situations, and that's what the committee needs to figure out. And, and I have every confidence they will. But we'll, we'll have a donation link and contact email and video. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's so really Please cool, share man. the video far and wide. We know that it's, it's, it's a tough time and, and fuel's not cheap. And it is a considerable part of the commitment to come to this event. And we want as many people to make it as possibly can. Yeah. Now, with the relief that I have off off this year, now I can start building the funds for next year. So I have no excuses. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, and we might do that, Dust Devil. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. We can talk about it tomorrow. Yeah, hundred yep. percent. I agree. That'd be a lot of fun. Dust Devil, you're you're one I would talk with on that anyway because it's practically a home game for you. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's that's that's kind of part of it, but yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I appreciate you having me on. I, oh, no problem know. at all, man. I uh, like I said, I was like, man, I really don't want to talk to John about this. <laughs> God damn it! Because <laughs> uh, I I still am. Like I said in the video, I still one hundred percent support this event, and it's awesome. And I didn't want anybody. Not that I have that much of an impact, but I didn't want people to be like, All right, if Chris from Talking Mopar is backed out, then they're not going to give a shit if I back out. Please don't let my decision, you know, But you're not backing you out. You're not backing out. That's an important no, point. I'm just going back to the original plan, which was you're to go there and get some good content. Plan of coming to do that. <laughs> yeah. But like I said, yeah, hey, Dust, Dustin needs a race now because I heard he's still going. So if he's still going, bringing number 43, then he needs a race. Man, so somebody needs this. to. It is 12.30 Central, and Joe is still awake. <laughs> <laughs> Just Mopar Joe, another good guy who reached out to help me. I appreciate you. Um, but, yeah, this this whole thing has really brought out, you know, as far as a community goes, I have been nothing less than surprised, impressed, 
um it's just really awesome to see the community come together and like you know have each other's backs man <laughs> especially i think uh, i i think we'd be lying to ourselves if we didn't say that everybody's got that on the back of their mind yeah, the, dif sure. the difference is if i was one states away this would not be an issue at all i'm round trip is like five thousand miles or near five thousand miles and all the math that i did i was like all right well you know obviously it's not going to be as expensive as it is out here on the coast when you travel inland we've talked about that i've heard you guys talk about that so i factored in um there's a website i gotta see if i can bring it up um but it's a website that you put in your travel and it goes by state with average fuel costs and it'll tell you approximately what your fuel is going to be and unless the fuel comes down a buck or two <laughs> my bill was going to be expensive and it was it was insane to me um but it, you know that was the biggest factor but then the family thing you know uh, I, i'm a softy and when my daughter says daddy come color with me and i'm looking at the piece of shit out in the driveway then you get ready for the race i I don't want her to ever be like a dad thought his car was more important. <laughs> you know I mean? Well, do remember that, you know, the, the idea is, is if we can take a little bit of this thing off, uh, that can make all the difference to somebody who needs sure. it. Sure. 100%. And that's important. I mean, you talk about a fuel bill. Look at Aaron Henry. He's flying here from Australia. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, and, you know, I'm coming from a long way to, I didn't make this event, you know, close to me either. I wanted it to be yeah. in the center of the country and Jeffers made all kinds of sense, but, uh, it's, it's, I think it's 12 hours for me, something like that. So it, it's a long trip for a lot of people, but it's doable. We just want to try to take some of the sting out of it. And, uh, you know, we're going to get through this first year and this is going to help. And yeah, I really yeah. appreciate buzz. I mean, you know, he just, uh, he just, He's a really thoughtful guy. I just get this just shows up in the mail and and he just says, you know, hey man, I trust your judgment to get this in the hands of people that need it the most. Yeah. So um again, we're gonna be putting out a video. It's gonna have it's gonna explain this a little more with contact info, donation link. I appreciate everybody who will share it. I'll pop it up on my channel and send it to a lot of you guys directly. But we do want as many people as possible to be able to make this event, and we're going to be offering a little bit of fuel relief. We're, we're raising a significant amount to help offset the fuel costs a little bit for the people who need it most. Yeah, no, 100%. Um, I do want to say that <laughs> I know if I was in a different position and there weren't more than just the fuel uh, issues that I had getting me to not make it, um, I probably would be one of the people, you know, if I didn't have, if, if I didn't have the podcast and the way, the ways I make money, if I, if I was just a, a, a nine to five guy and that's all I had and I had my car and I was trying to make it, um, I, I would definitely be reaching out, you know what I mean? And I don't want anybody out there that is going, Oh man, I don't want to be a charity case. You know what I mean? It's not sure. about that. It's about the, it's about the community coming together to make sure one of our other buddies makes it, you know what I mean? So don't feel too proud um to say hey man <laughs> that, that's why we're doing it that, yeah. that's serious is why we're doing it we want as many people as possible to be able to make it and uh try to let this be what what can tip those scales when it's close yeah. you know we want that to, to make the difference 
I hope there's a dark horse out there with a badass car that's like, man, I have a chance and I can go there and show them this masterpiece I've been working on. <laughs> and well, uh, you know, the, the no-name 500 has done a lot of that. There's yeah. a lot of people whom we would never have heard of that just came out of nowhere. Like, wow, how cool is this? Yeah. Where have you, where have you been all these years instead of YouTube? <laughs> and it's been great. Buzz from Roadkill. Look out. Don't be too proud. I'm upping my fuel fund commitment right now by $1,000. Yeah. Buzz from Roadkill Customs, another stand-up guy. Just FYI, this is not part of his sponsorship contract. It's not part of what he does with the No Name 500 guys. It's not part of the content creator workshops. This is just him being a generous guy who cares about this event, cares about the participants, and wants to see as many people possible as possible make it. Yeah, no, that's that's, uh, that's awesome. Just, yeah, <laughs> I, I know. I, I I've told him before. I I cannot tell you how much I appreciate you. And this is just the kind of thing that he does. Just being buzz. Go to any other event in the country, and see what sponsors are reaching out to help people get there with fuel. <laughs> Go. Uh, we'll wait. Go ahead. Go see. You know, I don't think Freiburger's reaching into his pockets very deep to say, hey, if you can't make it to duct tape, here's some here's a thousand dollars in fuel. <laughs> you know what I mean? And no shade to those guys. But that just goes to show you the difference and what this community and what this event has done for the community. <laughs> it's really mind boggling. Um, Harold says, uh, I hope to be starting a channel soon and make it to the no name event. Hey, the best time to start a channel other than right now is yesterday. So start yes. it right now. <laughs> Fire that puppy up and let's go. He's got 93 days, <laughs> 22 hours and 23 and a half minutes. And, I, you know, it's funny because I still feel a little tiny bit of pressure because I still want to at least prove that I could have if it wasn't for fuel. So if I can get that car fired up, uh, That'll be a fun video because I'll be more excited than anybody's ever seen me. <laughs> well, the most um, important thing is being there. The most important thing is being there. I, I would just say I would encourage all of the participants to know that if you want to do the best thing for everybody's morale who is sitting there on a creeper in 100-degree heat working on the ride, just uh, you know, don't, don't let these kind of things become a domino. No, you know, 100%. Uh, it's, it's so... If, if it's fuel that's a struggle, let us know. Everybody, everybody's got their struggles. We're going to help with as much as we can. We want as many people as possible to be able to make this event. Absolutely. And I, I think it, I think the turnout's going to be great. Um, oh, I think so, too. <laughs> I, I just, I knew making the video, I was like, shit. <laughs> I was like, uh, I still am, I tried to make it, you know, pretty well known that I'm still going to do everything I can to make it to the event because that was always the idea. Um like you said, I'll just be about 4,000, probably 4,300 pounds lighter. Uh, yeah, so. that's, that's, that's the way it is. Hey, uh, Jed, um, I know I speak on behalf of uh, all your buddies out here. Uh, I hope everything goes good with uh, you medical-wise. Um, you know, best of luck in your appointments and uh, to your health, dude. That's the most important thing. Man, I have so many family well. members. Yeah, 100%. We wish you well. Um, I've had so many family members battling cancer. It is, that's the, uh, that's the fight of the fight. You know, the fight of all fights. So you got our support, dude. Um, but yeah, I just, uh, I really, <laughs> it took a lot of soul searching to come to that decision. And what really pushed me over the edge was when I started thinking about, you know, 
all the people that were helping me or willing to help. And then of course, Dustin racing, Dustin and stuff. I was like, man, uh, with less than a hundred days out, I better just either, either commit and hope that I don't have egg on my face or just pull out now and save myself that embarrassment and at least be able to refocus and uh, continue help to help promoting the event. And, um, you know, getting there because <laughs> a plane ticket is going to be a l- lot less damaging to my wallet and uh, I'll, well, I'll be still able just, to have just fun. Realize, I mean, the number one thing about this event is it's a homecoming for YouTubers. Sure. This is our opportunity to get together and meet each other in person, an opportunity we've never had before. And we want to be able to have again, but you understand tomorrow isn't promised for anybody. Yeah. But September twenty, September thirtieth, <laughs> October first, that's 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 like the tip of the spear right now. So that's what we want to try to do, and the most important thing is being there. And then secondary to that is whatever you may bring with you. We just want people to know that, uh, so it, it doesn't revolve around that. It's kind of like the guy who can't enter a car show till his car is perfect, and then he never enters a car <laughs> show because it's never perfect, right? Uh, we don't want people taking that position. We want them to, to be able to come out and enjoy this event. And, uh, you know, if you, if you can't get the hardware and whatever together, that's okay. Uh, so that's the most important thing. Yeah, no. And I had a couple of people reach out to me like, what parts do you need? And I said, hey, I was prepared to take the truck if I had to. I, I right. was going to go there with something. It is honestly fuel. And then the family stuff came second to that. But, uh, you know, because that's that was my that was my escape. I was all right. I'll just take the truck. If the car doesn't get built, I can take the truck and still get my family time and all that. But then I just the one deal. I don't know if I've ever mentioned this, but the one deal I had with my wife when I started the podcast and I started investing a lot of my spare time into all this stuff and to my projects and stuff. She said, "You can do whatever you want if you can make the money to do it aside from our family money because I, I have a lot of bills and I." Everything that I do as far as Mopars and the podcast is all self-funded through T-shirts that I sell. Right. And I don't – I think people would be surprised at how little I make <laughs> and how many trips I've been able to go on and sure. all that stuff. It's all funded straight from this fund um, of T-shirts that I sell because I don't make very much money on videos. Every once in a while, I have a video that hits and I make some money, but – I'm not rolling in dough. (laughs) I'm a garbage man for God's sakes. And I don't know if you guys have looked at prices of homes and stuff in Washington and to live in Washington, you can't make less than $30 an hour and live uh, in anything other than uh, a ghetto apartment. (laughs) You know what I mean? So it's just where I live in the every day. I think about if I lived in a better part of the country and made the same amount of money, (laughs) like, my life would be so different. <laughs> like, you know, this, this year is going to be about um, trying to find a way to make it work. We're going to look back on this year as being a tough one, no doubt yeah. about it. But uh, hopefully years from now, you know, we'll be coming to the No Name National several years from now and meeting each other at our pits, you know, for the fifth and sixth and seventh time and talking about, boy, that first year was tough. <laughs> but uh, we all got together and it was great. Yeah. And, uh I'm, I'm just hoping that we, we, we pull through this one. I know we will. This community is incredible. And um, if we make the thought is if we make it through this year, which I know we will, then next year, no matter what's going on, it should seem like peace cake. Yeah. And, you know, although I pulled out of the race, if by some miracle I make the money to make this happen, 
I will still be taking the dumpster fire to, I just wanted to make sure how I many, covered all my bases. <laughs> how many shirts do you need to sell? Well, that's the thing. Um, let me see here. <laughs> Don't underestimate. <laughs> if, <laughs> if you want to help support talking Mopars, <laughs> you can go to talkingmopars.com and buy a t-shirt from the talking Mopars merch shop. That'll help a lot. Um, if I, if I don't make enough money to fund the fuel, I'm definitely going to be done. Regardless, I'll be donating some to the fuel fund because I believe in it and I believe in the process. Um, but most of my, most of my t-shirt sales come from, uh, Amazon because I have some designs on Amazon. So it's, it's pretty tight, but, uh, I mean, it's possible. Anything's possible. I've had some months where I've just been blown away. And also the, the big thing is the videos. If one video takes off on Facebook is where I make the money on videos. I'm not monetized on YouTube, but Facebook, the stupidest videos I've had have made so much money. Um, and I say so much, it's relative, <laughs> you know, grand here, grand there. Um, but uh, if one of them takes off, it could be, it, it could be the entire difference, you know? So we'll, uh, we'll see what happens, but I'm just, I'm just excited to go to the event and meet all my friends. You know what I mean? Um, Somebody mentioned something about what's going on with the tattoo challenge. Uh, I, I, I guess I have to get a tattoo now since I forfeited, but <laughs> uh, now I'm just, you know, Dustin and I will race. You know, he, somebody mentioned that. Uh, I think it was on one of my posts on Facebook. They're like, well, I guess you win. So what happens there? And he goes, well, we're still going to race. It's just a matter of, you know, when we meet up to do it. And if no name nationals too, is when that happens, then, uh, you know, hey, <laughs> let's make it happen. Bear in mind, not that we want to drag anything out for the drama of it, but it was in August of 2020 that Andy Wood and Uncle Tony's Garage were supposed to have their match race. Oh. That was supposed to happen in August of 2020 at Buffalo Valley in Tennessee. And Andy's number seven connecting rod decided to fly out the block on I-40 and had other plans. <laughs> and so it's taken two years and, and almost two months for that to to happen but it's going to happen so you know you just never want to give up but uh yeah. we want I, everybody to throw in behind this no name nationals yeah. because we absolutely want to have another we just need everybody to do the best they can with this one we just love to meet everybody yeah 100 percent. i i hope somebody else calls dustin out so i can see what i would have been against <laughs> Uh, maybe somebody out there with a 73 Roadrunner, much like Dumpster Fire, is like, oh, maybe I'll step in for Chris. I'm, I need a tag team partner. I need to tag somebody in <laughs> who's out there that wants to fill my spot. <laughs> uh, there's there's, there's all kinds of – look, you guys are all content creators. Yeah. That's the beauty of this event. You're all content creators. It's not like there's any lack of ideas or creativity of how you want to do it. Yeah. And uh, that's why it, the most important thing is just being there. But, uh, again, we're going to have a fuel relief fund. Uh, I'm, I'm getting that together. Pledged. I have some sitting on my desk. I have some that's pledged to come in. I'm going to be raising some more. We're going to get a video out about that. And uh, we're going to have a couple trusted members of our no-name nationals committee because I'm going to stay out of that just, you know, as the organizer. I know everybody. I'm, I'm Delegated that out to some some really respected, trusted members, Notre Dame Nationals Committee. Uh, Big Mike of Big Mike's Hoopty Barn, he's going to be heading it, and we're going to get that uh, fuel relief money in the hands of those that need it the most to make the difference in whether or not they can make the trip. 
because everybody's bringing their value. They're all bringing uh, something unique. They may all be bringing some unique spectators. Um, and we want as many people as possible to bring them and their value to this event. Yeah, 100%. Huh. Hey, Dustin, I will race you on foot and I'll whoop that ass, dude. Oh, I'd like to see that. <laughs> can you guys run 660 in 22 seconds or less? Because oh, God. Get a time. <laughs> Man, that, <laughs> I, I, might have to, I might have to practice that and see if I could. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that's funny. Thank you, Buzz. I appreciate you. Um, yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> I just <sighs> the relief, the relief from not having to stress out about this event. As far as me getting there and paying for fuel is, I can't explain to you how relieved I am. I would call him out, but only if I had you as part of my picker. Yeah, you got me, dude. You got you me. A relay. If any a relay. If anybody needs somebody to get footage for their channel from inside their car, I would be more than willing to help you out with that. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. You guys should do a relay race. Hey. We, could, we could have Jed and Brian and, and Tall John, you know, <laughs> take one lane and be with you and Dustin. And <laughs> oh, man. Do a little relay race to see. <laughs> oh, yeah, There's this... a lot we can do. As long as we're not tearing up the track surface, we can yeah. do pretty much what we want. <laughs> Yeah, this it's going to be one hell of a party, <laughs> you know, racing. Um, gosh, uh, I really want to make it there. What on Thursday nights when you guys are going to that? Uh, you guys are talking about a restaurant. Yeah. I was like, oh man, yeah, that sounds we're good. We're going to open the gates at noon on Thursday. Okay, and that's going to be able. We got a lot of long haulers coming in, and they need to get in, get set up, and everything. And then uh, we want to knock off just just early enough in the day that we can still go to dinner at Lambert's, which okay. is in Sykeston proper in the town, not far away at all. And uh, we tried to do a reservation, but they will, they do not do reservations at all. I said, even if we want to reserve for a hundred or 200 people, they're like, no, I said, but can we put a hundred or 200 on the list? They said, yes. <laughs> so be there. You know, when you come in on Thursday, we're going to, I guess we'll caravan over and, and crash Lambert's at dinner time on Thursday. Right on. Uh, I'm going to work on that. I'm going to, I'm going to have to talk to my boss. <laughs> need, I want to get out there. Two of YouTubers yeah. at Lambert's on Thursday. And it's not even part of the event really, but it, it's become it. I mean, well, after about the 20th person told me, Hey man, we got to go to Lambert's for dinner. I said, yeah, you're right. <laughs> so. I'm, I may still rent a car. If I have to fly in, I'm probably gonna have to rent a car if I can't meet up with Brian. So if I rent a car, I might fork out a little cash for something cool. And Dustin, you may still get your race. It just might not be in a, a badass 73 POS. <laughs> it might be in something else. Uh, okay, Scott. Jed Scott, I'm down for a midnight streaker foot race. If you want to see the baby bird, dude, I'll bust out the baby bird. <laughs> uh, Dust Devil, I would need a paramedic. Yeah. <laughs> You'd have to pur I'd, I'd have to purge the uh, asthma inhaler on the line. Psh, psh, psh. Rick, Rick, <laughs> yes. Spectators can buy tickets like other events at Jeffers. They're going to be twenty at the gate each day, or fifteen dollars if you order them in advance. No name nationals .com. Yeah, and you can and, and spectators can come out. We encourage that. In fact, yeah, all of you individual channels, please encourage your viewers. Let them know explicitly. Spectator tickets are on sale at the gate and online, nonamenationals.com, because you want your viewers to come out. Because we all have some unique viewers. Yes, we have a lot of overlap, but we also have some 
some unique viewers too. That maybe your channel or this channel or that channel are the only channels they watch. So, yeah, make us feel like stars. <laughs> we need to pack those stands. <laughs> oh. Jed, Jed's bound to have lots of groupies, you know, like groupies and ring rats and that kind of thing. Like you, you know, you know that he can he can bring out a crowd. So. Yeah, let the viewers know, Jed. Uh, they, can, they, can, they can get tickets. Uh, same for all of you guys. Every everybody has as you know viewers. We want them to come out. If you want to see Jed's fuzzy caterpillar live and in person, be in Sykeston, Missouri at Jed. <laughs> so I'll tell. A, I got a good Jed story for you that I actually can tell. Okay, so I had Jed on a live. I don't know how long ago. Jed, what was that? Last year or something like that. We're sitting there, and he says. uh, if anybody will send a super chat, I'll show you my pickle. <laughs> and, we, and it must have gone on like four or five minutes. Nobody, I think everybody was afraid to, right? <laughs> and then I see a dollar super chat come through from Scott Speed Shop. <laughs> he said, I didn't even see him doing this. I don't know how he did it. And then all of a sudden, this yodeling pickle comes up from the bottom of the screen into the <laughs> That is such a Jed thing to do. It is I such like a Jed thing. I thought it was funny, but... Oh, man. That's funny. All right, guys. Well, you know, uh, I, I still want to reiterate the community surrounding the No Name Nationals and how amazing it is. It's just, it blows my mind. Um, I'm a, I, I am a little disappointed nobody's reached me reached out to me for my offer of helping them uh, bump their channel up. But while I got John Wilburn on here, one thing that I haven't had a, a chance to um, really say this on one of your uh, lives to help the No Name 500 guys, but I cannot stress to you guys enough. If you are on Facebook, promote your project in Facebook groups. There is a way you can do it without being spammy. And it's one thing that got me to 500 really quick. I got hundreds of subscribers yes. just by going to groups related to my car and saying, hey, here's a project car I'm working on. Um, it's for this race. I need to get 500 subscribers to be eligible for the race. So if you're interested in the build and what I'm doing, I kind of gave them a rundown of what I plan to do, gave them a link to the channel and some pages you know you get the facebook police that so they don't want any promotion or whatever but then you get some groups that you know are like that kind of stuff and they're like hell yeah cool a channel to watch with a car that i want to see get built um i i the amount of subscribers i got just on that alone um between that and jumping on wilburn's live and him giving me a shout out i hit 500 in less than 24 hours so hey, hey, hey chris so we do a content creator workshop every month and uh, if you if you can, we're going to try to do it the second Sunday in July. I'm still trying to get the date confirmed. Didn't want to do it over the fourth weekend. People have plans. Yeah. But we tried to move it one week off of that. It'll be the second Sunday in July. And we've always done it right before Uncle Tony's Garage Sunday Live. Okay. Um, if you're, you would be welcome to join that content creator workshop. And you can tell these guys straight from your mouth, you know, about promoting on Facebook. That'd be great. We'd love to have you on as a guest at the Content Creator Workshop. Yeah, yeah, no, I'll definitely take you up on that. It's, you know, even though it's a YouTube-centered event, you can definitely use Facebook, you know. Social media is a very powerful tool. And even some of these groups, they're not going to get you deleted in time before 100 people see your post. So, you know, um, if you have a compelling project, 
people people will check it out i promise you that. I, I love that <laughs> that i'll tell you what that's warrior spirit right there <laughs> now i really appreciate you having me on i you know i i didn't have any agenda but i thought you know what i'll jump on and, and tell people about it. i thought it'd be a really good uh, time to do that yeah um no i appreciate you coming on john uh uh, like I said, <laughs> you're the one guy. I was like, man, I don't want to. I don't want to let him down. I'll, I'll tell you this, just for anyone listening, in case it, it matters going forward. Never be afraid to call me if you, any of you guys got something like that. Just shoot me a message. We want to help. Yeah. Uh, anytime there's something you need or something like, hey man, you know, not only what can we do to maybe get our videos in front of more eyes, but I've got this challenge, you know, to getting to the event or whatever let us know. We want to help. We, we don't want to say, oh man, you're letting us down. Of course we're not going to do that. We solve problems. We want to help you. So by all means, uh, just shoot me an email, john at princetondragway.com. My email's on my channel. Uh, you can just, just let me know. 100%. For those of you wondering what we are talking about, we are talking about the No Name Nationals. It is an event for content creators, but open to the public for spectators. Um, if you want to participate in the No Name Nationals, you need 500 subscribers on YouTube. Um, that's it. That's And we can get you there. We can get you there. We're going to have to help you, but we can get you there. Um, it's going to be an amazing event. It's September 30th and October 1st. at uh, It's Jeffers Raceway Park. Is that the actual name of the? Jeffers Motorsports Park in Sykeston, Missouri. Jeffers Motorsports Park in yes. Sykeston, Missouri. Um, September 30th, October 1st. Um, yeah, come out. And if, if you don't have a car, you don't have 500 subs, just come out and watch. Hang out with all your favorite content creators. Um, and uh, it, it's going to be a wild party. I'll tell you that. It, you know, it's going to be an event like no other. There has <laughs> never been an event before with this many YouTube automotive content creators there. It will be a who's who of the YouTube automotive content creator world. If you've ever wanted to see the weird hour in person, See the weird hour in person. <laughs> the amount of personalities that are going to be there, it's going to be it's going to be fun, man. I'm I'm just I'm just going to tell on Buzz here. Buzz never put anything out like this. Buzz doesn't pull his own chain. Nothing like this. He sends me a message and just upped his stakes on what he's going to send personally out of pocket for the fuel fund. My God, no one would ever even know except I just told you and whoever's listening to this. <laughs> yeah. You guys don't realize Buzz Buzz is a really good guy. You know, he's a good guy by all appearances, certainly what you do see, but he's a really good guy behind the scenes, which you're not seeing. Yeah. And uh we just we appreciate him so much. But a man, I mean really seriously, he just sends me a message up in the ante and raising what he's gonna personally out of his own pocket send to the fuel fund. Awesome. So um, you know, whatever else we raise is great, but man, he is making a huge difference. Hundred percent, and you know, I think he just—I think he not only is he, you know, a huge supporter of this event, but I think he sees, like so many of us, the potential in this type of event, and the fact that it's never been done before, and what it does for a community. <laughs> you know, for all we know, we've got the next, you know, million subscriber channel in the No Name Five Hundred right now. Wouldn't doubt it at all. Who's just waiting for that? All that one video that goes viral um it's very possible 
Um, I mean, I, I think I'll tell you, you know, all, all car stuff aside, it's really meant a lot to my life personally, the people I've gotten to meet through this. Oh yeah. There are just so many people that, that perhaps our paths from wherever they are in the country and in the world would never have crossed had it not been for this event. So to me, that, that has made everything worthwhile. Yeah. It's, it's really crazy how, how wide of a net, has been cast with the community. Like you can pretty much drive across the country. And if something happens, post, make a post like, Hey, I broke down over here. Somebody's probably within a stone's throw that can come and help you out. It's, and that's an important point. Yes. Yeah. We're going to be working on the routes and the caravans that are coming and convoys. That's going to be very helpful. I would say before it's all said and done. That was actually one thing I was looking forward to, uh, during the trip planning, cause I had already started planning my route and stuff, um, on how I was going to get there. And then I realized there's a lot of other people coming from this area. So if we could all convoy together, you, know? you still may be able to do that. You still may be able to hit your ride and, and film the convoy. Maybe. So that was one thing that, man, that was, uh, I was going to go live so much because that drive alone, cause I couldn't get it. I tried to get Johnny Mopar to co-pilot with me and he was being stubborn, but, uh, <laughs> I, I was like, well, if I need a company, I'll just go live and just, just talk the whole, all 36 hours of the drive. <laughs> Harold is asking when the content creator workshop is we do one every month and it's, we, it's usually about the first Sunday of the month. We're going to move it back a weekend, uh, this month because of the 4th of July weekend, but uh, we're, we don't have it confirmed yet, but we're looking like that second Sunday in July. It'll be on my channel on YouTube. My, my channel is my name, John Wilburn. I see you're coming from Facebook, but uh, we, we have some, some real pros with YouTube who help people uh, get their videos and for more eyes and get more subscribers. I mean, we have Buzz. We typically have Blake from Bad Tree Productions. Um, hopefully this time we'll have Chris Albrecht from Talking Bug Parks too. <laughs> I hope so. I'll be there and we try to help people position their videos and content for as much success as possible. And the people who've been attending them and implementing those things have seen big results and have gotten their 500 subscribers in shorter order than they would have otherwise. Yeah. And Harold, you know, feel free to reach out to any of these content creators. We're all pretty much, yes. you know, average Joes and we'll help you out any, you know, whether it's don't do this at first, do this at first, you know, we've all been there. <laughs> we've all done what we've done. Um, and all of that knowledge together will, will definitely um, get your channel up and running and uh, hopefully see some success, man. So I think uh, it's 11 o'clock. I got to, I got to hit the hay. John, thanks for joining me on the show. Thanks, thanks for, for having me. me, man. I appreciate yeah, it. 100%. Anytime. You're welcome. Anytime. And thanks um, for your I, support of the event. We appreciate that, too. 100%. Like, I've been in it from the get-go. <laughs> I want to see this thing succeed. And uh, it it's I'm just looking forward to the, the party, you know. <laughs> it's going to be a hell of an event. No Name Nationals, Sykeston, Missouri, Jeffers Motorsports Park, uh, September 30th, October 1st. Be there, be square. Okay. <laughs> all right guys thanks for joining us and we will see you next time remember no mopar left behind and if you want to see the dumpster fire in sykeston missouri one way to possibly help make that happen is to buy a t-shirt <laughs> at talkingmopars.com <laughs> talking uh visit the merch shop and uh buy a talking mopars t-shirt thank you appreciate you guys have a great night and we will see you next time 
There you have it, my friends. Another episode of Talking Mopars is in the books. For everything you need to know about this show, you know where to go, TalkingMopars.com. And you can reach me by emailing Chris at TalkingMopars.com or by leaving me a voicemail on my voicemail box at 209-28-MOPAR. And you just might get to hear yourself on the show. So keep sharing those Mopar stories with me and anything else that is on your Mopar addicted mind. Special thanks to my friends over at DIYHemi.com. If you've been considering swapping a modern Gen 3 Hemi into your classic Mopar, then give my friends over at DIY Hemi a shout and tell them that I sent you. They've supported me from the beginning of this show, and I also support them in their mission to Hemi-swap the world. Also, don't forget how important it is to keep your Mopar protected from the elements. If you need protection, don't wait. Head over to TalkingMopars.com, click on the Affiliates tab, and go get your Mopar covered today. Before we shut this podcast episode down, if you want some Talking Mopars merchandise like t-shirts, hoodies, stickers, and cool swag like that, check out the merch shop on TalkingMopars.com. And for exclusive bonus episodes and videos only for my supporters, become a Facebook supporter today and get immediate access to those benefits. That's it, my friends. Until we talk again, I am your host, Chris Albrecht, and that was Talking Mopars. Thank you for listening to Talking Mopars, your direct connection to all things Mopar. Until next time, remember, no Mopar left behind.